you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. A warning before we begin. This episode includes discussions of violence and child murder and may not be suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is strongly advised. In September 2019, 7-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow and 17-year-old Tylee Ryan disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Family members had heard nothing from them for months, but the children's parents never reported the minors missing. And as the investigation continued, the case became more and more complex. According to the New York Times, Law enforcement visited the home of J.J. and Tylee's mother, Lori Vallow, that November to perform a welfare check on the children. Authorities were suspicious when Vallow and her husband, Chad Daybell, told police the children were living in Arizona. When law enforcement arrived the next day with a search warrant, they found that the couple had vanished. Authorities later located them in Hawaii, where police finally arrested Vallow in February 2020, months before investigators found J.J. and Tylee's remains on Daybell's property. Are Vallow and Daybell responsible for the children's deaths? Did they have anything to do with the mysterious deaths of Daybell's first wife, Tammy, and Vallow's estranged husband, Charles? This is still an ongoing case at the time of this episode's recording, but we'll go through the details of the investigation and talk about where the case stands now. Stay with us as we remember the victims, JJ and Tylee, and discuss what we know so far about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell, the doomsday couple. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. November 2019, Extended Family notified law enforcement in Rexburg, Idaho, that they hadn't been able to get in touch with JJ and Tylee since a family trip to Yellowstone National Park in September. In response to the family's concerns, Rexburg police visited Vallow's home, where she was living with Daybell, to question them about the minor's whereabouts. According to police, the couple claimed the children had moved to Arizona, where they were living with other relatives, and asked that law enforcement return at a later date. When investigators showed up the following day, the couple had fled. Rexburg police said in a statement in early January, We strongly believe that Joshua and Tylee's lives are in danger. On January 25, 2020, police found Vallow and Daybell driving near a beachside resort in Hawaii. Police searched their car, but found no evidence that the children were there on the island with them. 
They then gave Vallow a court order demanding that she bring JJ and Tylee to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare by January 30th or face legal action. Vallow missed that deadline. On February 20th, police in Hawaii arrested Vallow on a $5 million warrant from Madison County, Idaho. She was charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children, resisting or obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court. By June 2020, J.J. and Tylee had been missing for about nine months. East Idaho News reported that local law enforcement and the FBI traveled to Daybell's home, where they executed a search warrant. After several hours, police took Daybell into custody and confirmed that human remains had been found on his property. Days later, police announced that the remains belonged to J.J. and Tylee. Rexburg Police Detective Ray Hermosillo said J.J. Vallow's body was well-preserved and found beneath fresh sod, under which were three large, white, flat rocks in a row, and then a piece of wood paneling. The body was buried in a black plastic bag covered in duct tape. He said when the body was taken to the medical examiner's office, investigators found a white plastic garbage bag over the boy's head covered with layers of tightly wound duct tape. Hermosillo said the boy's wrists and ankles were also bound with duct tape and that more duct tape bound together his forearms over his chest. JJ was dressed in red pajamas and was wearing black socks. Hermosillo testified that Tylee's body was found a short distance away. Her body was, quote, too damaged by fire and dismemberment and no longer had any recognizable features. She was identified through an x-ray of her jawline. The day after the bodies were discovered, Chad Daybell was charged with two felony counts of concealment or destruction of evidence. Vallow was charged with two felony counts of conspiracy to alter, conceal, or destroy evidence. In September, Special Prosecutor Rob Wood asked district judges to combine the couple's cases. Both pleaded not guilty. Prosecutors say that Daybell sent a text message on September 10th, most likely after trying to hide or destroy Tylee's partially charred remains. Court documents say that Daybell texted his now-deceased wife that day, saying he shot and killed a raccoon and buried it in a, quote, pet cemetery at their property. They also say Lori and Chad Daybell urged a friend, Melanie Gibb, not to cooperate with police before detectives interviewed her. Almost a year after the remains were found, an Idaho grand jury indicted them on multiple murder-related charges on May 25, 2021. This was just about a month ago. Each reportedly faces two counts, one for Tylee and one for JJ, of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and grand theft, as well as first-degree murder. On top of that, Vallow faces one count of grand theft for the children's social security benefits, 
while Daybell faces two other charges in connection with another death. In fact, a number of other people close to the couple have mysteriously died. While JJ and Tylee were reported missing in September 2019, bizarre occurrences involving the couple date back to that July, when Vallow's brother, Alex Cox, shot and killed Vallow's estranged husband, Charles Vallow. Charles went to Lori's house in Chandler, Arizona, to pick up his son JJ and bring him to school. The two men got into an altercation, and Cox ended up shooting Charles in the chest twice, killing him. Cox told the police that he shot Charles in self-defense after Charles hit him in the head with a baseball bat. Cox was never charged with Charles' death. Shortly after Charles' death, Vallow, her children, and Cox moved to Rexburg, Idaho, where Daybell joined them at the end of the month. Then, in December, Cox died of what the New York Times refers to as unknown causes. A medical examiner has since determined that he died of a blood clot in his lung. Authorities say cell phone data places Lori Vallow's now-deceased brother at her Idaho home in the hours after the kids were last seen alive, and then at the sites where their remains were found months later. There was a mysterious death on Daybell's side of the family as well. On October 19, 2019, Daybell's wife, Tammy Daybell, passed away in her sleep. Daybell and Vallow were married two weeks after her death. Law enforcement has since exhumed Tammy's remains, but an autopsy hasn't been released yet. In May 2021, Vallow and Daybell were also indicted on the charge of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in Tammy's death, while Daybell was charged with first-degree murder and two counts of insurance fraud for allegedly collecting on her life insurance policy. We'll be back right after this. Thank you to Best Fiends for sponsoring this episode. The best way for me to relax and take a break from my true crime research is the mobile puzzle game Best Fiends. The game is full of fun, challenging puzzles, and you know how I love solving puzzles. But it's a casual game, so it doesn't stress me out, which is perfect these days. I love that every time I open the game, there's always something new going on, whether it's a new challenge, fun monthly event, or just new levels. I just got to level 857 in the land of Willow Woods. Right now, I'm enjoying the ice cream race, a new event where I beat new levels to earn dice. Once I roll the dice and serve ice cream to six customers, Baker Bob will join my team, and I am so excited. If you're tired of the same old puzzle game, this is the game for you. The makers of Best Fiends have created a whole world right on my phone. It's got fun music, and it's bright and colorful with great graphics. There's a story behind each of these cute characters. Rose the Orchid Mantis may look pretty in pink, but don't be fooled. She packs a mean punch. All I can say is the slugs better not try to smell the roses. I love how Rose helps me out with her area bomb to blow up 16 surrounding blocks. 
Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. With over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Hi, true crime fans. I'm Erin. And I'm Shay. We host All Crime No Cattle, a conversational podcast which focuses on true crime stories from the Lone Star State. We strive to bring you a balanced and well-researched story about Texas cases big and small. We do the research so you don't have to. We also end every episode with a good news story, just to remind everyone that real life isn't quite as depressing as true crime can make it out to be. New episodes drop every Thursday, and you can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All crime, no cattle, because crime is bigger in Texas, y'all. While doing my research for this episode, I just couldn't get over feeling like, who would do something like this? What kind of a mother murders her own children? Because in my opinion, and most likely in most people's opinion, all signs point to JJ and Tylee as tragic victims of Valo and Daybell's greed and religious fanaticism. As Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow have come under investigation, many of their religious beliefs have come to light. They were involved in preparing a people, a doomsday preparation group, where they also taught about evil spirits and zombies. Around the same time her kids vanished, Vallow told a friend, Melanie Gibb, that her children had become zombies their bodies overtaken by dark spirits that could be vanquished only by death, reflecting a teaching of Chad Daybell's. A friend also told a local news station that Vallow was, quote, 100% into the end of times and found herself drawn to Daybell through the fictional doomsday books he had written. Daybell ran a small publishing company and had written many fiction books about apocalyptic scenarios. Friends said he claimed to be able to receive visions from, quote, beyond the veil. In divorce documents that Charles Vallow filed before his death, he claimed that Lori Vallow believed she was a god assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July of 2020. To Lori's friend, April Raymond, Lori was once a woman who seemed incapable of harming her own children. Raymond claimed that she did everything for JJ, everything for Tylee. They were the center of her world. And so, quote, I'm not sure what hijacked that priority. Raymond met Lori in 2015 in Hawaii. At the time, Lori was still married to businessman Charles Vallow, the couple was raising Tylee and JJ together. But around 2017, friends say Lori's relationships with her kids began to shift. About the time she started reading the books of Chad Daybell. Daybell was a former gravedigger turned novelist and podcaster from Rexburg, Idaho, who some say was something of a local cult leader. He reportedly believed he had numerous past lives and could talk to angels. Sometime in 2018, 
Lori met Chad Daybell and spent time with him away from her family. Lori started doing podcasts with Daybell, and that's about when she started telling people she was a supernatural being appointed by God to lead the chosen 144,000 into the millennium. She also believed she had been appointed another, more ominous role. Part of her mission on Earth was to eliminate the darkness, the demonic, the evil. April Raymond says Lori told her one of those evil beings was her own husband, Charles Vallow. The way she described it to her was that Charles was already dead and that there was a demon living inside of him. Charles was so frightened by Lori that he went to the police. Their conversation was recorded on the officer's body cam. She threatened me, murder me, kill me, he said. It seems that Lori Vallow, who might have already been interested in the end of times, got caught up in the bizarre apocalyptic teachings of Chad Daybell. Tragically, their fanaticism seems to be the main motive behind the murder of Tylee and JJ. So, where does the case stand now? As of June 15, 2021, the case of Lori Vallow was put on pause as she has been found not competent to proceed with the trial. Records show the psychological assessment was taken before Vallow and Daybell were indicted on new murder and conspiracy charges early this month, connected to the deaths of her children, Tylee and JJ, along with Chad's first wife, Tammy Daybell. She is simply not competent to go forward and proceed at this time, David Leroy, the former Idaho Attorney General, said. The trial will be paused for 90 days, as doctors try to get her competent enough to stand trial. If they are not successful, her time admitted could be expanded a further 180 days. Lori also faces a charge of conspiracy to commit murder in the death of her husband, Charles Vallow. If the delay lasts too long, Chad Daybell's case could begin first. Leroy explained that this could cause a significant problem for the prosecutor. That's because the state may have to prosecute the same basic case twice and could allow the defense to play the blame game. Suggesting that someone not there at the present trial may be more culpable than the person on trial is a typical defense strategy in separated cases for a single crime. Leroy said the bar for being deemed competent to stand trial is very low. The impact on the trial is unclear at this time. Chad Daybell, who was indicted in May on charges of first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, grand theft by deception, grand theft, and insurance fraud, has pled not guilty to all nine counts. If convicted of first-degree murder, Daybell will face life in prison or the death penalty. Because this is an ongoing case, there may be new updates by the time this episode is released. We'll most likely need to return in the future for another episode or several shorter ones. Before we conclude this episode, though, 
I wanted to take just a moment to remember the victims, JJ and Tylee. Tylee was the daughter of Lori and her late husband, Joseph Anthony Ryan. She was born on September 24, 2002, and she had one biological brother, Colby Ryan. Her brother described how Tylee was like a second mom to JJ after Lori adopted him, and she started taking care of him. Tylee's aunt, Anne Cushing, said that she had a strong sense of right and wrong. Tylee and Colby's father, Joseph, died from a presumed heart attack in 2018. According to MissingKids.org, Tylee was 5 feet tall, with blonde hair and blue eyes. JJ was adopted by Lori and her late husband, Charles Vallow, in 2013. His biological father is Charles' nephew. JJ's grandmother, Kay Vallow Woodcock, wrote that JJ is a beautiful, intelligent seven-year-old with the biggest heart, most beautiful smile, and has life challenges of a level two boy on the autism spectrum. Early intervention allowed him to flourish beyond all expectations. According to missingkids.org, JJ was four feet tall with brown hair and brown eyes. A friend of the children said, I loved being around JJ and Tylee. Tylee was really protective over JJ, and she was kind of like another mom to him. I just kind of loved how she would just play with him and just always have, like, a really good time with him. And I really love JJ. He's the sweetest soul I've ever met. I can only hope and pray that over the next few months, justice is served and the right people will be punished for ending the lives of JJ and Tylee too soon. What do you think? Will Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell be found guilty? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was produced and edited by me, Jaden McKell. The theme song, Straight Up Enigmas, was created by Chuck Flyer. You can find links to all the articles we utilized in our research and narration in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode of Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.